it was a question I saw on the internet today, and I want you I want you to answer it for me. Okay. We ain't got to talk about dolphins raping each other, do we? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't have to do with blowholes. It okay. has to do with belly buttons, though. Oh, okay. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. Six minutes in. You ready to start? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Counting down in three, two, one. Back with the third season, you're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? This is Chuck. That's John, the world's youngest Gen Xer. Here we go. Got you it know, right this time, guys. Mary Beth got mad about that. Really? Yeah. Why? Because she's like, because I always give her a hard time about being a millennial. Because she's right there at the cutoff. So when she heard that you're calling me a Gen Xer. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't like that. She's but like, I got an old soul. She's got to know that. She's like, I'm older than he is. <laughs> yeah, but I, I look older than she does. So she's got that going for her. Yeah. She's got some millennial tendencies. <laughs> but she's got some Gen X. She falls, I think she falls squarely into that Xennial. Yeah. Yeah, um, category pretty hard. Well, I I felt I felt a lot younger when Spotify gave me my year end review and I had emo in there. Yeah, you should never have emo. I felt emo a lot younger. I feel like I don't listen to that much emo though. I don't know how it made the list, but it did. It did. I mean, my my year end review was wild. It was wild. Tell me, tell. Do you it remember like the freaking, highlights? Do you remember some of it? You, I had everything from Willie Nelson to Post Malone, ah, and nice. everything in between. So, uh, gangster rap. You know, mine was mostly like Disney songs and stuff like that because I I look up so many for my kids. So it was like a lot of Taylor Swift and and uh, Disney. Well, we know you're a big Swifty. Yeah, yeah, I'm huge Swifty man. She was in town a few weeks ago, wasn't she? Yeah, I, I saw, think... I saw a headline. I didn't read the whole article, but there was some kind of snafu, and a dad ended up paying twenty one thousand dollars for two tickets. Oh, holy smokes! That hurts the checkbook, dude. Oh man, <sighs> that's tough. That's paid... that's a tough pill to swallow, right there, dude. If I pay $21,000, that artist better be sitting on my back porch singing to me. I'm telling you, I, I had better have the backstage VIP all access. Like, yeah, I ought to get her leather jacket or whatever she wears. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, all of it. When it rains on stage, I better feel the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of it. I better get the full experience. So, oh, man. 21000 Wow. Wow, I thought I thought your Aerosmith tickets were a little steep, but uh, my gosh, Swifty yeah. hardcore dude. Yeah, so feel bad for that guy. Hopefully, yeah. they got it straightened out. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, uh, I just say all that to say, you know, Mary Beth, don't don't feel uh, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I got an old soul. Okay. Yeah. I got an old soul. Uh, how was your weekend, man? It was pretty good. Um, it, we got a lot done, but didn't accomplish what we wanted to. 
Does that Uh-oh. make sense? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. you get a lot done without accomplishing what you want to, for sure. I, I know that feeling. What all did you get done, dude? Uh, we got the clutch together in the car, and we Charlie, man, Charlie was working like a daggum rabid, cat, rabid raccoon on that thing. On Saturday. the race car? Yeah, I was like, man, wait. I mean, he was all over that thing. Good. Nasty. Face was dirty. <laughs> look, as we stopped for lunch, I looked at him like, dude, why is your nose dirty? <laughs> it happens, Dad. I mean, you got he had brake dust on his nose and that thing. <laughs> Don't have any brake dust on it. <laughs> Ain't no telling, man. Ain't no telling. That boy's working. That boy's working. That's good to hear, man. I'm glad. I can't wait to see him play ball next year. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm really excited. The kid's got so much size and so much athleticism to him. Um, yeah. I can't wait to see that in action, dude. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, so, uh, you got the clutch together, though. Yeah, yeah, we had to uh, – we had a – I used a TikTok a trick I saw on TikTok. Oh Lord, a to TikTok take, trick. Okay, did take, it work? Yeah, to take the pilot bearing out. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about this. So the pilot bearing, there's, I don't, it it's in the end of the crankshaft. You can go look it up if you don't understand. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, so they make a tool that you pull it out with. Well, this one wasn't coming out. It was a steel pilot bearing in a steel crankshaft. So, you know. Right, right. Um, Dad ended up breaking the little ear off of his tool. He's sitting there looking at it. I said, you know, we could do the bread trick on it. And he's like, I've heard of that, but I don't think it'll work. So the bread trick. So I come down to the house and I got two pieces of old bread and started stuffing it in that hole and tapping the imp- our lineup shaft in there. And sure enough, it didn't push that thing out. Just it would come right on out. Just huh? come right on out. And it's, I mean, it's. You just it's, shove bread in there. Yeah, it's physics because. You just keep shoving it in there. Tap, yeah. tap, 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 tap. Shove, shove, shove. Tap, tap, tap. And what it does is the bread can only compress so much. Right. And so it starts forcing the other thing out. Yeah, so it's got to go somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as you keep shoving it. That's interesting, man. I'm. That's so fascinating that it worked. Yeah, I was pretty – I thought that was cool. Are there any other – I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there are any other applications other than like a pilot bearing that that would work for. I don't know. It, it definitely, I can see why it works for the pilot bearing. I'm sure there's other applications. I just can't think of them right now. But, you know, that might be why them old guys, them old mechanics were so skinny. Why is that? Because they kept using their lunch. <laughs> kept stuffing their, bre- their bread up in there. And the- yeah. <laughs> no, man. But, yeah. Them old mechanics, they can hardly see up in there. <laughs> No, they didn't you, have you no. ever seen them kind of got to stick their heads way up in there with their glasses on and everything. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm becoming that guy. <laughs> You're becoming that guy. What do you mean? I can't see, man. I can't even read the numbers on the drill bit without glasses on. Oh, dude, you're getting old. <clears throat> yeah. So I went to the uh, eye doctor Friday. Oh, okay. And, uh, did a little eye test and all that stuff. And turns out I got to have progressive lenses. Progressive lenses. Yes. Now, what does that mean? 
It's uh, kind of like, like bifocals. It's kind of like a bifocal, but there's no line in it. Okay. And they showed me a picture on the screen of how it works. And uh, they actually, they were, so when's the last time you had an eye appointment, John? Probably five years ago. Well, you know, we can get one every year. Yeah, with I, our know, insurance. I know. I know. Um, so you go and you do the eye appointment and they do the exam. Then you move over to the other room where they got the glasses. Right. Well, I picked out some Oakley's that they, you know, they look like regular glasses, but the, what do you call the part that goes over your ear? You know, the sides of my glasses. Yeah, I have no idea what you would call that part. Well, that part, instead of being bent and all that, mm-hmm. is more like sunglasses. Oh. So these, like, stay on your head. It ain't like, you know, you look around and they slide off your nose. And you liked them? Oh, I loved them. Because okay. it, that's why I don't wear my glasses at work. Oh, because, because they'll it, fall off. Yeah. So you've got some progressive lenses coming. I got some progressive lenses, so one pair of one pair of glasses I'll be able to uh, see up close and far away. Oh, um, dude, you're so old. I know, I know. Are you gonna wear them twenty four seven? Well, I'm not gonna sleep in them. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you're gonna wear them at work now, huh? I'm gonna try. Wow, this is gonna be interesting. I got the uh, it's they're polycarbonate lenses, so they're scratch resistant. Pappy's coming out for real, isn't that your? What are you going by? I guess it's Pappy. Pappy, Pappy Pappy's but, coming uh, out for real, dude. It was kind of nice though when <laughs> when you go and you sit down and they, you know, they got all your informa- information up and they're trying to help you pick out your add-ons to your glasses and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the woman goes, "Wow, you have really good insurance." Hey, yeah, you like that? I like that. I like that. Yes, that makes sir. Some of them long nights feel a little, little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I heard someone talking the other day that they call graveyard shift the graveyard shift because they know it kills you faster. Everybody's known that forever in a day. Ah. That's why they call it graveyard shift. I thrive on this shift, John. I know you seem to do great. I love it. I love that you do great. I mean, it, it is for me. <laughs> I'm glad it works so well for you, dude. I really am. I didn't think it would be. Now, it's going to be rough when we go on vacation. Yeah. Because we got to get up. We're going fishing. We got to get up at like 530 in the morning. Whoo. That's going to be tough. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're going to you're you're going to hate the uh, boat captain for the first little bit. Make sure you get plenty of coffee in you first. I'll probably just drink a beer. <laughs> that's a good way too. it's five o'clock somewhere john it's vacation there's no well it'll rules. be 5 30 in the morning yeah <laughs> get on the boat and as soon as we start rolling <laughs> oh man what would uncle dano say if you did that i don't know if he'd say anything yeah <laughs> 5 30 in the morning cracking open a uh no you can't open you can't crack open a bud light anymore what can no. it be it'd probably be a coors Okay. Oh, yeah, Light. yeah, of course. There you go. We got to, hey, speaking of which, we got to have some Coors this this coming weekend, man. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have some Coors for our podcast while we review 
one of the greatest movies. But that's we're not there yet, John. We're not there yet. I'm just saying, make sure you have it on deck. You got to have it on deck now. I'm not going to be drinking any, but I need you to consume some for me. Yeah, I, I might get you some root beer. You like root beer? <laughs> I love root beer. I love. Okay. Root, are we going to do it on the on the uh, on your deck? Well, yes. If it's not raining snakes. <laughs> If it's not raining snakes, you've got to uh, you've got to tell the listeners about this one. This is a good story right here. So, Mary Beth and I walked out onto the porch yesterday evening uh, before I went to work, and about the time we walked out, and there's been a few few of our listeners have been out here, so they know kind of how it works. We got that French door. Yeah, we walked out the French door onto the deck. Yeah, and beautiful this- deck that you just had redone. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, just in the last couple of years, right? The last year. Yeah, last year you it's, had a really It's almost a year old. Beautiful deck. And um anyway, this snake comes sliding off the roof. Because it's a <laughs> it's a metal roof, so I guess you couldn't get any traction. <laughs> and so he uh, comes sliding off that metal roof right at you. Lands right there on the floor beside us. Oh man. And he was about a five footer. And it just had eight something too, because his belly was full. You could see two lumps in there. Ooh, yes, sir. So, you think you found some bird eggs or some rats? What do you think you found? I don't know. I don't want to know. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. You probably right. What did you do? Did you go all Bill Dance on that thing? Did you jump up and shout and scream? I and- I jumped. Mary Beth went and ran and hid on the screened in porch. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, she texted Charlie, and then I'm out there looking at the snake, and I turn around, and they're both looking through the French doors at me. Like, why am I the only one out here? <laughs> You're stuck out there with a the snake trying you to know. get it off the deck. Were you trying to shoo it at this point? I had the. I went and got a shovel. I'm shooing it down. You know where the table's at down there where we've done the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Shoo it down that way, and it was hiding behind the Halloween metal propane tank pumpkins that stay out there yeah yeah so then charlie's like comes out there uh i was like charlie go get your gun i said but don't shoot the snake on the porch now i'm not usually a snake shooter right but this snake it violated my space you know what i'm saying oh yeah it definitely violated your space so charlie's over there trying to get the snake off i'm like charlie that snake as long as as long as the shovel, so that means he can strike you with the shovel, right? Like yeah, that how yeah. it works. Like they can strike their body length. Oh yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've always been told. So he's like, "What?" Oh yeah. And then he looks out into the backyard and he's like, "Dad, there's another one." What? Yeah, there was another snake, uh, roughly the same size, in the backyard, just coming across there. Holy smokes. So he goes out there. He takes care of that one. That freaks Zeus out. Zeus runs through the screen door coming out onto the deck. Oh, Lord. Did that scare the snake? No. The the dogs never figured out that there was a snake up there. Oh, my gosh. Now, all day Saturday, Juno had been working on the snake up there on Dad's driveway. It was the same snake. Oh. Trying to get it to go away. And I'm like, well, I ain't going to mess with that one, you know, because it's so far away from the house. Anyway, 
uh, I ended up getting the pool pole and push him off the porch and then Charlie took care of him. And, um, that's yeah, you got like the 10 foot net and you were like pushing it away with that. Yeah. Yeah. Smart idea. You got him off the deck and then, and then old Charlie yeah. took care of him. Charlie took care of him. Good. Good. <laughs> but I actually saw this one do that thing with its tail, like where it'll pretend to be a rattlesnake. Oh, really? Yeah. So he well, was you pretty... know, they look similar. They do look similar, but they got, of course, it was a small head and no rattles on the tail. Right, right, right. But the, that, that that general pattern. pattern, the general coloring is really similar to that eastern diamond, diamondback. Yeah. yeah, so they'll do that as a defense mechanism. That's really interesting. I didn't, I didn't know they would shake their tails like that. I yeah. just knew that they had similar coloring. Yeah, that was kind of creepy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I bet that, that would freak me out too, man. I've only had one snake get aggressive on me, and it was one of them black racers. Yeah, I'm not a snake fan, John. <laughs> At I all? Know. I don't know if I'm going to get Mary Beth back out there on that deck. Oh, no, she's terrified now. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I'm a little scared. Now, I've had I had one last year. I was bush hogging. Um. Uh, over there kind of off to the side up under some trees yeah and this snake fell behind me and hit the top of the bush hog oh yeah so that means it missed me by about two foot how big a snake was this one it wasn't quite as big as that one yesterday but it 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 was enough to hear it go thunk on top of the bush hog yeah and i turned around and it he slithered off towards the front of the bush hog, got sucked up under there, and <clears throat> it was not a problem anymore. Oh man, yeah, yeah. If it if it uh if it made it close to the bush hog, it met its match. And then another time last year, we had a water snake come up from the lake beside us. I guess coming towards the pool. I don't know. Mm. And. Uh, how do you think they sense bodies of water like that, man? I don't know. They're snakes and they're slimy. <laughs> they're wrong. And they're wrong. And <laughs> and the 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 what is the the Bible verse about uh stomp their heads or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I took biblical action yesterday. I'm with you. Um of course. The only I good snake's a dead snake in your book. You know, most of the time. And we had found another little snake working in the yard is a little garter snake working in the yard Friday or Saturday. And Charlie's like, try to play with it. I'm like, dude, no, just let, get that thing out of there, man. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to pick it up. I said, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're no, you're not. You don't play with snakes, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't do that. You don't turn into one of them serpent wranglers. You know what I'm saying? He says he can smell copperheads. What? He says he can smell copperheads. <laughs> now, and I'm like, dude, no, get can't. out of here, dude. Dude, look it up. <laughs> no, no, look I'm not. Up. I'm not Googling what do copperheads smell like, Chuck. No, listen, look, I'm on, I will Google it right now. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Your boy can't sniff out. Dude, he can sniff out a copperhead like I can sniff smell. out ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Cop. How do you spell copper? C-O-O? C-O-P-P. Okay. Copperheads and most other kinds of snakes give off an offensive odor when molested, cornered, or captured. 
Really? Yes. And like a skunk. And copperheads smell like cucumbers. Get the heck out of here. Cucumbers smell good. Well, I'm just saying Charlie can smell them. I like I the smell of cucumbers. Why do copperheads smell like cucumbers? I, I don't know. That's so weird. Now I gotta go smell some cucumbers so I can learn. I'm about growing some pickling cucumbers this year. I think we are too. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for you guys. Our garden, man, the way it's been mild. Yeah. I this has been the easiest garden I've ever had. It's been mild and wet. Tons of rain, man. Tons, Tons of, of rain. Just thriving. We did it in tires this year. Oh, okay. I've I've seen that before. I've never done it myself. Yeah, it was so much easier. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Just dump dump a bunch of pot and soil in there and go go to town. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm trying to go uh I'm trying to mix in a lot of my my dirt that I have in my yard, like which isn't really dirt, it's more clay. Yeah. Anything, but I'm trying. I'm trying to use a lot of that in my garden this year. And so far the squash are doing great in that. Um and the green beans seem to be doing okay. I've got a be- I've got a rabbit in my backyard, man. He's already starting to eat my green bean leaves. Uh-oh. I know. I'm going to have to fight him off already. Do you uh do you trim your um uh, tomato plants? Yeah, when I grew tomato plants, I did. I don't grow them anymore. Okay, so how do you trim them? All right, so the way I would do it is I would trim, like, once they started getting a few sets of leaves on them, I would always just trim the bottom ones. Okay. Um, and just try to get, like, a big, firm stalk. And, uh, you know, be, some of those leaves that you know aren't going to get any sunlight, clip that. Okay. It's, if it's going to just be dead weight, clip it. I'm going to go clip them after a while. Just look at it like a like energy expenditure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it expend the less, less least amount of energy. That's how I did it anyway. I don't, I don't know. Now I, I say all that to say I suck at growing tomatoes. I never did good at growing tomatoes. So really, yeah, I I, I never had a good tomato season, man. I, I I always had bugs or deer or this or that. It was always something. I never got good tomatoes. Um, we put hair out there from the barbershop around ours mm. sometimes yeah that probably that'll do it right yeah that'll do it it looks weird out there in the yard though <laughs> well yeah i don't doubt it someone else is someone's <laughs> random <laughs> where is some of it white of some of it brown some of yeah. it blonde like it's all over the place right yeah oh my gosh uh i think it'd be a little less weird if it was like familiar hair yeah it would be be a little but less weird. You're just out there throwing hair out. Yeah. Yeah. Strangers. Well, hair. Mary Beth was. I'm not touching people's hair. Yeah. What? Oh, man. And then what? If, dude, you should just not tell somebody sometime and just bring them out there. And show and them they the find garden. all these strange hairs everywhere. I think I got that trick from that movie, The Rookie. Oh, I think you're right. Where they're talking about the baseball fields. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie, man. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Dennis? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, thank you. He's the, uh, he's from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we got to tell our listeners, we kind of got like a little mascot. Yeah. 
we think we might have like a little mascot actor for our show. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. And I think he's a great nomination. Uh, yes, he's a great actor. We, we enjoy most of his catalog. He has a humongous catalog. Uh, but he's not from Texas. <laughs> but he did play no. David Crockett. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That, that, and by golly, that's it. That's all he had to say. Some people call it. Did you know that he wrote Sling Blade? I did not know that. Yeah. So there's like the whole, script and everything? The script and everything. Wow. He was one of those that was like, that was his concept movie. And that's what kind of broke it for him, you know? Wow. Like, like Sly Stallone and Rocky, man. He wasn't yeah. going to let go of that that uh that dream making yeah. his movie uh who else was it matt damon and ben affleck did that with a couple mo- one movie didn't they i could not tell you man i'm just not that, that familiar that one where there there's like a, one of them's a genius there in boston oh goodwill hunting man yeah. one of the greatest yeah, yeah, movies yeah. of all time uh i love that movie to death yeah they, i don't know why i can't get enough of it. they wrote and produced that movie I did know that. I yeah, they've done that with a few of them. I knew that Ben Affleck has definitely written and produced and and all and directed all that a few movies. Even The Accountant, he wrote The Accountant. Dude, The Accountant is so good. Yeah, I but, was surprised when I found out he wrote that. But going back to Billy Bob, he's he uh in Sling Blade, you can go on there and you can find some early tests with the Carl character. Yeah. That just blow your mind on youtube what do you mean some early tests like where he you know they do that little sizzle reel yeah he's like trying out different voices and like well it's like so he could get money he does like one scene oh and 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 it's basically just in a dark room and it's really almost scary oh compared to what the movie you know became oh that sounds really dark dude yeah it sounds really uh, like you got to really be into it. <laughs> Sling Blade is a dark movie anyway. It really is, man. The whole the whole movie is dark. Uh, I, but at the same time, like you can crack up through the whole thing if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. It's so strange. Such a strange. It, it, Billy Bob Thornton, he's done so many good movies. Sling Blade is one of my favorites, though, that he's done. Sling Blade. Yeah. Um... What's that one? Uh, Bad Santa. Bad Santa's good. <laughs> we were talking about the other day. <laughs> um, you know his part. His it's a small part, but his part in Tombstone is awesome. That's true. Great part. Great part. Wow. Overlooked a lot. Um, he's in that eighteen eighty three. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to watch that. He's like. He get his his line something like, "If you fancy yourself a gunslinger, you need to go ahead and leave because the only person doing any killing in this town's me." Holy smokes! Yeah, I mean, it is smokes. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah, let's see here. I'm pulling up Billy Bob Thornton's movies because I want to. I, I know there's plenty of them. Friday Night Lights. Oh, did you ever watch The Gray Man? No, I have not yet. He's in it? Oh, yeah, dude. It's so good. You've got to watch it. 
It's so good. Watch? I don't know. It's so I'll good. Watch. It's on Netflix. You you've got to watch it. Well, you know, I didn't realize I watched season four of Fargo till I started watching it. <laughs> That's so funny how you've done that before. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, I've seen all this. I'm still watching it though. Watching yeah. it like I've never seen it before. <laughs> like I've never seen it before. <laughs> Yeah, he's been in a lot of good ones, man. I forgot he was in Armageddon. Bad News Bears, dude. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Forgot all about that. Yeah, he's been in a lot of good ones. Mr. Woodcock, how about that one? Dude, that was so good. (laughs) Gotta love Billy Bob Thornton, man. He's got quite the catalog. Yeah, yeah. So, he's quotable. Very quotable. Baytown Outlaws. Oh, Oh, yeah, dude. Awesome Billy Bob can't forget about that um dude we've got some uh nascar news for this week man that is absolutely hilarious can we jump into that yeah we'll jump into that yeah, tell, just, tell the listeners what happened this week man with our with, with so i'm gonna call him your boy bubba wallace i don't that, know bubba wallace ain't my boy he ain't my boy but <laughs> whose boy is i michael jordan's michael jordan's okay there you go Okay, um, so MJ's boy, uh, Bubba Wallace, is in the news again. Tell our listeners about it. So they raced at North Wilkesboro this weekend. Okay. It was the all-star race, so they raced trucks, and they raced uh, they raced late mo- super late model asphalt cars. Bubba Pollard actually won up there. Um, on Wednesday night, he won the race. Nice. And um, – Anyway, so that Bubba was running trucks, and this look, man, North Wilkes County, um, North Carolina, yeah, is still kind of behind in the times, shall we They're say? A little bit behind the times, okay, okay. I I understand there there might be a Confederate flag or two flying around. I'm I'm sure there's one or two flying around that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so it's a, uh, it's still behind in the times. Yeah, yeah, and which Griffin is too because I seen one the other day. I gotta tell you about that. Um. Anyway, so he runs the truck race, and people are just booing him like crazy. You know, just like boo, boo, right? And he did his interview, and he goes, "You say whatever you want to about me, whatever. I'm getting paid a lot of money to do this." Blah 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 blah. You know, just. <laughs> Being the heel, he's, he's yeah. trying to be the heel, but he's uh, not real good at it. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, some people can be the heel, like Dell Earnhardt was a heel, I guess, in a way, in a way, because I mean, the intimidator dude, I guess, in a way, he was. Um, Daryl Walter played a good heel, you know, because it's, it's sports as much as it racing is, there's also the entertainment aspect, sure, to it. sure. All sports is like that. You got your black cap. You got your white cap. Yeah. Well, so they do driver intros for the race yesterday, and they booed him like crazy. Well, somebody hacked his radio during the race. During the race. Like he's putting in laps. Yes. It comes on calls him an a-hole, and nobody wants him here or anything like that. Yeah. No way. So their frequencies are, I mean, they're not doing anything securely or anything like that. No, well, you can go up there and you can rent a scanner. Oh, shoot. And just or, figure out which one's his. Yeah. Or you can buy a, um, 
sheet that has all the driver's frequencies on it. Oh, man. So if you're smart enough to dial your radio into that frequency, you can get on there and talk. Oh, man. That's crazy. Little known fact, I'm a, I was a licensed ham radio operator. Well, yeah. that, so I guess you like the movie Frequency. Uh, never watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's crazy, man. That's crazy that uh, someone was able to hack his radio like that and start cussing at him. And he's going back and forth with this person? No, he didn't, re- he didn't re- re- respond. Okay. But okay. I think it's kind of, they say it happens more often than you think. Ooh. So, I don't know. I think it's, I thought with the newer digital radios, it would be harder to do that with. Yeah. Now, here's a question. Here's a question, and it's just a question. I don't know, Bubba Wallace. What's the chances he would do that to himself or have someone on his team do that to him to bring attention and eyes back to him? Well, you know... I would like a Jesse Smollett type of situation. Well, he already had that type of situation with the noose, the supposed noose. Oh, that's right. He did. Talladega. Dude, that's right. He did. Because I was just sitting here thinking, like, how easy would it be and how talked about would it be? I mean, even on our little podcast here in, in yeah. Georgia, we're talking about it. How talked about would it be if something like this happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not, just, it not. would be so easy. Not having a good season, and somebody just kind of well, let's help him out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll let's get, draw some eyeballs get him back in over the headlines. Here. Because we all know that we all understand that's what it's all about right now, right? Like it's all about the eyeballs. It's not about even revenue dollars. It's just about how many people can you get to look at this. Yeah, it's so. It's just about people's attention now. It's not even. It's 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 such a strange way of marketing that people have nowadays. Um, We're in some strange times. We really are, man. We really are. Um, and and I'm not accusing Bubba Wallace of doing that. I'm just saying that was one of the first things that came to my mind was how easy would that be uh, to do? It's funny that it come into your mind that quick, though. It is. Well, I was just sitting there thinking, like, well, it's his dag on radio. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, You know, how many people on his team have access to that? And how easy would it be to just be like, oh, this guy's an a-hole, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then that builds a storyline for the next time he comes back to that racetrack, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. And that's just me being, being weird. And, you know, <laughs> he gets he gets all this press and all this stuff partly because of how he happened to be born mm. and uh he's got some talent yeah but his freaking attitude is just piss poor mm. you know so he's I, one of those guys where it like wasn't hard for him to play the heel you think <laughs> it wasn't it wouldn't be hard for him to play it but he does a horrible job doing it mm. yeah that's just awful you know usually a heel in wrestling, and we'll use the wrestling example, has yeah, sure. had some major success oh, to yeah. get them to really be hated. Oh, yeah. This dude's hated, and he's only won like two races in, in the Cup Series. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You've got to be really, you've got to be really good. You I think you've got to be really good to be the heel. Good at your craft. 
Yeah, you've got to be really good. Ric Flair. Ric Flair, perfect example of the heel. Uh, Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell, another good heel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And Buff wasn't always a heel. No. He kind of borderlined that neutral area. With Kevin American Nash males. was a bit of a heel. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. All them NWO guys turned into heels, but, you know, that is what it is. Um, that was the era. But, Kristen, yeah, I mean, I, I think. Kristen Wall eventually become a heel. <laughs> Jesus. Lord, help us. Lord, forgive us. Um, Yeah, I, I, I think you just got to be really good at your craft. And he's not, he's not, it doesn't sound to me like he's good enough. I'm not knocking on Bubba. And again, not making accusations. That's crazy. I didn't even think about the Atlanta news thing, right? That happened here in Atlanta. Talladega. Talladega. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't even think about that uh, Talladega instance. And and um, I don't know if you've ever seen a garage door that's got a circle, a loop on the bottom of it to pull it down. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty common. It's very, very common. It's pretty common. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense to have a loop and a lot of them have loops. So, yeah, we've seen we've seen a lot of overhead doors in our day. Yeah, just saying. But uh, <laughs> that sucks, man. I, I, I you know, I, I hate it if it's true. Um, if it's not true, uh, screw Bubba Wallace. And we're going to ad break. Hey, Night Shifters, we've got a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Eileen Ayers with Bush Real Estate. You can find her at movingcoweta.com for all of your real estate needs in and around Coweta County. Find her at movingcoweta.com. All right, so we're back. Um, Go check out our sponsors. If you need anything, you know, just hit them up. Eileen Ayers, Bush Real yeah. Estate. That's that's our sponsor right now. One of them, anyway. That's right. That's right. One of them. Yeah. Um, we're back, and Florida's back in the news, dude. Yeah, Florida's back in the news, but I got to talk about something before we get to Florida. Okay. The evolution of the bag chair. The bag chair. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like, did you take to soccer games, baseball games? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fold-up camping chair type yeah, stuff. Yeah, the fold-up. So you remember when the things first come out? You know, they didn't have armrest on them or nothing. Yeah. You know, it was just a chair. Yeah. You know, you just sit there. Boom. Then they got the armrest, and then they got the rockers, and then they got the ones with the little feet hooey. Oh, yeah. They're all decked out nowadays. Yeah. You can you can spend hundreds of dollars on a daggone lunch on, on one of them camping chairs now. Absolutely. We, we got one, or three now, that are like, Almost like a hammock chair. And where did you get these from? Sam's. But uh, it's so weird. Like, you can lay all the way back in it. It just pivots on these two poles. It's so weird. That's what I've been doing the podcast in. You got to send me a picture of this chair because I'm having a hard time picturing it. Well, here, I'll send you a picture of the one that I'm not sitting in. Okay, do that. Do that because I'm interested. I need to get some new chairs, man. I've got some of those cheap ones from Academy, you know, that are like 10 bucks, 15 yeah. bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just so tired of sitting in uncomfortable uh, camping chairs. You know, when I was a kid, we used to only sit in those like tripod ones that didn't even have a back on Oh, them. yeah. That's all I knew until I was like a teenager. 
was them tripod chairs. When we go camping all throughout my childhood was them you, tripod chairs. You dude. didn't know there was such luxury as a back. I had no idea. I had no idea. And then dad bought him one of them metal ones that's like got the fixed arms, you know, the fixed yeah. metal arms. And it just kind of folds up flat. It doesn't like fold a, up into a bag, you know? Like a director's chair. Yeah, exactly. He got himself one of those. And I thought that was the most amazing thing in the whole wide world. There was no pockets, no cup holders. There was no none of that. It just had armrests and a back. And I thought it was unbelievable. Yeah. I felt like the most privileged kid in the world when I got to sit in that seat. Really? Oh, dude. When you've been sitting in tripod seats for years. Oh, and you're like, I'm going to sit in dad's chair. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, dude? Yeah. Like when your parents bought new furniture, like when you were a kid, were you allowed to sit on it? Um, gently. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't jump on it. You can't do nothing on it. You can't eat on it, that kind of thing. Yeah. My parents for a while, dude, they wouldn't even let us sit on that thing for a while. Like we just had to sit on the floor for a little while. It's well, like you know, they bought it, but we couldn't even sit. We couldn't even use it. Mom and dad's house has got that four plan. This the den and living room. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for some reason, you live in the den. You do all the TV watching and stuff like that in the den, and then the living room's off to its, itself. Right. I, I don't think when we first built that house, me and Paul was allowed in there. <laughs> He just wasn't allowed in there. Yeah, well, man, Paul was not allowed in there, man. It was just like, don't sit on that couch. We sit on that couch at Christmas. <laughs> really? That's it? That's it. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. That's so funny that uh, that you wouldn't even let him in there, man. Yeah. I, I, I remember that to this day, like little instances like that. But uh, I sent you that picture of that chair. Oh, yeah. Let me pull it up. I got my phone on the Do Not Disturb. For yeah, the it's kind of a, of a monstrosity of a chair, though. Oh, wow. And so when you sit in that thing, do you wind up sitting upright? You can set it, adjust it. You see those top straps with yeah. the adjuster? You can set the angle on it. Interesting. Man, that looks really comfy. How much money did that cost you? I have no idea. Mary Beth bought them. You can't hide it, dude. I, I don't ask. I just go, wow, we got new stuff. You can't hide it. But uh, but I've been sitting in one for this whole podcast, and it's a very quiet chair. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm rocking while we go ahead and feed up. <laughs> Dang, man. Make yourself comfy. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy it. Dude, Can we I talk just... about Florida now, now that we're all comfy talking about your chair? Yeah, but I got snake PTSD because I saw a squirrel tail in the yard while you know, I thought it was a snake. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to be a little freaked out for a while. Yeah. So, there was a, I heard it on the news this morning, the NAACP has I- issued a travel advisory for people of color to stay out of, to not go to Florida. Now, I know we kind of talked about this a little bit before the show. And this can press a lot of buttons, and we're going to try not to press any buttons. We're not here to press any buttons. We're we're just going to try to give the facts. But can I ask you a question? If you remember from reading the article, I don't remember. Is it only black people? Um, Or does it include Asians, Spanish people? Like, 
because I'm thinking about all the Cuban people in, in Miami and all the Puerto Rican people. This and... says uh, black and Latino Americans. Oh, wow. But I don't, I think they're just blowing smoke because, hey, they, these people did it, so we need to say it too because I think most of the Latino people that are in, unless it's, they're talking about the illegals that are trying to come over there, you know, he's one of the ones that will ship them out in a heartbeat. Oh, DeSantis will? Yeah. Yeah. Now, that might be it. And a lot of this is geared towards pol- the the political position and some of the political – and some of the statements made by Ron DeSantis, right? And some of the – like, he's not supporting the critical race theory and school systems and things like that. And that's where a lot of this article is is stemming from. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, some of the stuff they don't like is they, they don't like that you can – have a concealed weapon without a permit. Okay. But that's pay- legal. That's the way it is in like 13 or 14 states right now, isn't it? Yes. That way in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Georgia but passed it. I guess the only ones they want to have concealed weapon is the, the person that's doing the crime. Interesting. Yeah. That's um, uh, one way to put it. You know, whether they be black or white, you know, or whoever. Uh, they they're mad about the ban on teaching gender gender identity and sexual orientation, you know, to the elementary school. Right. Which right. DeSantis won't do that. Yeah, and you're like, well, that's a, to me that makes common sense. To me, that's a no brainer. Right. I don't think. I mean, we're talking about teaching it to kids who haven't even hardly developed hormones of their own. Right. I mean, what are we what what are we even doing here? You know, they they don't like the the uh, some of their critical race theory um, legislations that they've made. Um, of course, DeSantis and Disney are going head to head right now, fighting with each other because of some of the stuff. And I almost think it's comical. Yeah, and we I think we can all agree, I hope we can all agree, that looking at this with a level head, whether you like Ron DeSantis or not, Florida is not a racist state. No, like, that's one of the most diverse states in the country. Yeah, and, and we can all say with a cool, objective, level head that this is like basically race baiting and race warring and building tension up Probably for the election year. Well, right? you know, he's supposed to announce this week. Oh, whether he's going to run or not. Yeah. He, it's it's saying he's going to run. Yeah, they're saying he's going to run. I've heard that, I've heard it both ways, but right now it's looking like he's going to announce that he's going to run. And that's really interesting. I saw where a uh, another Republican representative, another gentleman, I can't remember, Tim. Um, Tim Scott. Yeah, Tim Scott's going to run. Now, he's not the best, but he ain't the worst either. No, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting to see who throws their name in the hat, you know? What if good old Brian Kemp? What if good old Brian Kemp threw his name in the hat? That that might be interesting. He's like, go dogs. That, go he, he would be he would be someone's VP in a hurry. You got that right. <laughs> you know, two, he'd be the perfect VP. Go dogs. We won two national championships since I've been governor. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> that's, that's like the majority of his platform. You know, I. I, I, I've I've had times where I don't like Brian Kemp and I do like Brian Kemp. You know, it's like, okay. But 
you remember the Dukes of Hazard movie? Yeah. The go the Georgia governor at the end of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that not freaking Brian Kemp? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it totally is. I don't the great state of Georgia pardon these boys for any future uh. past and future crimes. <laughs> and go dogs. <laughs> 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 I just imagine him up there on the election or on the uh, debate stage. You know what I mean? They're asking him his opinion on like abortion, and he's like, uh, you know, I've been pretty clear on that, blah, 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 and uh, go dogs. Yeah, we won two <laughs> national championships. Two natties, baby. And, uh, you know, I listen to Stetson you. for VP, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, Stetson was taking some heat about how he didn't graduate. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like tons of the football players don't graduate. Why are you picking on this guy? Other than yeah, the fact he's been in school for the majority. He's been in three presidents since he started college. No, stop it. There Barack three- Obama was president when he started yes. college. <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> That's so awesome. And he still don't have a degree. That's so awesome. But you and I both know he's probably not going to be in the NFL. Did He, he got drafted, right? He got he's drafted. probably not going to be in the NFL for very long. No, he'll like, get in there and make the money and then come have a car dealership. Right. He'll probably – I mean, he might make a practice squad somewhere for a year or two. He might try to cut it, and then yeah. he'll pick up a degree. He'll go back He'll go, He'll go. go back to school and finish his degree because he'll, he's probably one or two credits off. Yeah. Stetson Bennett Chevrolet. Yeah, exactly. We got two natties. Stetson Bennett Real Estate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> down on uh, St. Simons. Yeah, absolutely, man. You can see that coming a mile away. Yeah. Well, we can get you a condo. But, but yeah, I just think that's so funny that – they they nailed it in that movie, uh, Dukes of Hazard, and we hadn't had a governor that kind of acted like that yet. You That's know what I true. mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah, they nailed it, man. That's pretty funny. I like that, dude. That was a good reference. I haven't thought about that. Broken lizard predicted the future. <laughs> uh, I hope they did it again in some of their other movies because it's so funny. I hope some of that stuff actually takes place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to go see the machine, man. It comes Dude, out this Friday. That's gonna Game be such a Got to go check out Burt. Burt Kreischer's The Machine comes out this Friday, May twenty sixth. Um, I'm excited to go see it. Yeah, we're we got some. We 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 got. You know that'd be a good one if I got a rainy day on vacation. Yeah, that watch. would be fun to go check out while you guys were down there. Yeah, Dude, I can't sure. wait to go to the beach. Yeah, you gonna be sitting there with a beer can in your belly? I'm well sitting on your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Just lay back yeah. in the chair. Just you know, you know, yeah. Why? I see well, you have belly button on the nose, <laughs> and it's got me. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got belly button on the notes. What's it to you? Uh, oh. Just a little curious. Okay, so go with it. So, my question for you this week. I have a random question for you. I found it on the internet, and I thought okay. it was a really interesting question. Um, if you could squirt any type of condiment out of your belly button, what would it be? Like, endless supply. Ketchup. What would it be, and why? Ketchup. Ketchup? Ketchup. You use it all the time? 
I use a ton of ketchup. <laughs> Dude, I, could have a, I wonder if I could have a dispenser put in. <laughs> what? A ketchup dispenser. Installed where? In your belly button. <laughs> Be like, you like this tap. idea. <laughs> you like this I, idea. I've got a question. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know how people ride around with like uh, the camelbacks? You could have like a little... Oh, like a camel back for, Full your, of ketchup. for your belly. Um, <laughs> did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Ooh. Ooh, probably not, right? And and have you ever met somebody that had like hernia surgery and they don't have a belly button anymore? Um so Kind of, yes. There was a kid in school like that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, he looked like a freaking alien, dude. Yeah, I don't really remember it. Like, I don't remember. I know I saw it, but I just don't remember what it looked like. I know I remember being freaked out by it, though. Yeah, and it shouldn't freak you out. Yeah. I mean, you get less freaked out if you see somebody with no arm or no leg. <laughs> yeah. Missing yeah. an eye. Yeah, you get way less freaked out. But somebody missing a belly button, that just catches you off guard. Yeah, people could be missing fingers, all kinds of stuff. And, I, you know, I blow and, it off. But and you're just like, you button. understand how you can lose a finger, an arm, any of that stuff. Losing a belly button? You don't know how you lose that. <laughs> Dude, so uh, to quote our, our, our one of our favorite comedians, Burt Kreischer, coming out with that movie, The Machine, this Friday, May 26th, uh, Secret Time. I can't stand Audi belly buttons. They're strange. I've never I can't had stand that Audis, man. It it, it 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 freaks me out, dude. I can't do an Audi. I, you know, you don't hear about them as much as you used to. It makes me feel a little weird um, when I see an Audi. I don't okay. know why. But is it as weird as a no belly button? No, gosh, okay. no, no. It freaks me out about as much as like a like like a lactose intolerant person does or how left-handed people used to freak me out. Left-handed people don't freak me out anymore. I thought you anymore. was left-handed. No, I'm ambidextrous. So I do oh. some like random things left-handed that like I have to do left-handed. Like I can't do them right-handed. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like I shoot pool left-handed or shoot. I shoot archery left-handed. I skateboard left-footed, um, things like that, but I'll shoot a rifle right-handed. You're so strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. But left-handed people used to freak me out, and lactose intolerant people, like Audi belly button people. Yeah. Well, my dad's left-handed, and my mom's lactose intolerant. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing I love Uncle Dan O and Aunt Carol. <laughs> oh man! All right, so, uh, dude, um, how long? We actually have some more Florida news we didn't talk about. We skipped over a piece of Florida news we need to that? talk about with Star Wars. Oh yeah. So Star Wars is closing their Star Wars. I mean, that Disney is closing the Star Wars hotel after less than a year, I think. Yeah, I remember announcing the opening of it and talking about the concept drawings of it on the show. Yeah, and um, and here it is. They're talking about closing it already. That's awful, man. What happened? I don't think there's the interest they thought. Well, I know there's. Prices were astronomical, but you know, I think everything at Disney is so. Yeah, but this was like six thousand dollars for three days. Whew. Yeah. I just don't think we were ready for that. Wow, 
Well, yeah, and they tried to open it during COVID, right? Yeah, or right after. And right I like, after. I like Star Wars, and I, I think it would be freaking awesome to be immersed into that. If they would make it affordable, I would go. Yeah. If they would make it affordable, I would go. Like, yes, it takes all that additional expenditure, but the person like me who would not generally stay on Disney property, like I, looking at it, I've got a family of five. Like, that would be really yeah, tough to stay on property. Y'all be better to do a house. Right, exactly. If they made it, I would, I might squeeze every penny and nickel I could and try to make it onto that. If they made it like a reasonable price. Yeah. So I, I hate to hear that it's closing, but hey, maybe they'll learn maybe they'll learn a lesson. And they're gonna they're not really sure what they're gonna do with the area from what people have been saying because there's not even a parking lot there. Oh because interesting. When the way it works, the whole immersion thing is you park somewhere and then you get on a little transport. That oh, that's you, right. And then you have to like take this um virtual elevator like way up to the yeah. sky thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that virtual reality elevator where, like, the floor is, like, see-through or whatever. Everything's see-through glass, and you're in this elevator, and you go, like, skyrocketing way up. But, you know, they they changed CEOs, so... Disney did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they brought one of the guys back that was a little bit better. Okay. And uh, he's been having to go through and change some things, so... Well, let me tell you, I hope he can make a better Marvel movie because all these Marvel movies that have been coming out lately have been lackluster, dude. Well, that's part been part of the problem is the fact that everything was just so um, cookie-cutter right now. Yeah, I'm getting. So I tried to watch that Ant-Man Quantumania, yeah. like Ant-Man 3 over the weekend, and, you know, I watched it in bits and pieces. I made it all the way through it, but it didn't keep my attention. I wasn't that real. I yeah. wasn't that interested. It's just been about the money, not necessarily the experience. right it it seems like everything was like oh just get movies out oh just get movies out we didn't get movies out for two years or whatever because of covid we got to get movies out movies out movies out you know and and i i didn't like it like she hulk the animation on she hulk was a joke i couldn't make it through a couple of episodes of that thing like i just hope they get someone on uh uh, someone at the reins that can really take hold and and get things pointed back in the right direction yep we'll see because we're, I think everybody, everybody's a, a little bit of a Disney fan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shoot, I was talking to you, uh, like when we were talking earlier. I think it was on the podcast, right, or was it before the podcast about Man, our Spotify playlist? We've playlists. been doing forever. Yeah, our Spotify play, like my Spotify yeah. playlist, or, or you know, year in review had Disney songs on it. Just my girls are big Disney fans. I don't mind listening to the music. It's whatever. My girls I, love it. Like. It's yeah. such a big market. I can say mine didn't have one Disney song on. No, you can. Yeah, I'm sure. But your two girls are much older than mine. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure theirs had Disney songs on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They're just not using your Spotify. That's right. That's right. Well, what's this week in history? Well, it ties in with a little bit of what we were just talking about, man. All right. So, um, this week in history, let me get this pulled up. 
On May 25th, 1977, the first Star Wars movie opened in a limited number of theaters across the U.S. George Lucas's masterpiece suffered numerous setbacks along the way. Most people involved with his production thought it would be a financial failure. It quickly became a blockbuster hit and opened in theaters nation- nationwide. Aside from the story being a groundbreaking epic space opera, the movie was hailed for its acting, directing, music, action sequences, sound, editing, screenplay, costumes, and cutting-edge visual effects. It is one of the highest-grossing movies of all time. Boom shakalaka, that's This Week in History, May, May 25th, 1977. And do you know what movie was the second highest-grossing that year? No, please inform me. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, how about that, man? Movie of the month, minder, dude. So, it, I think it was leading till Star Wars come out. And it was supposed to be a B movie. It was not supposed to be an A movie. It was a B movie. Star Wars? No. Smokey. Smokey. Oh, wow. Smokey and the Bandit was supposed to be, well, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Like, watching it now, I can kind of see how people would say that. Yeah. And it, it. It, the only thing it couldn't beat the year it came out was Star Wars. Dude, that's a pretty such a great year for movies. It, yeah, man. I mean, that's that's really cool. I'm gonna have to go back and watch original Star Wars movies now. Yeah. I I hope it's I, raining when I pick the kids up from school so I can watch original Star Wars movies when I get back home. Those are all I always like watching the the first the first one. I wonder if Liam will sit through it. <laughs> if, if I'm gonna like Ooh, I'm gonna watch Star Wars. I watched the first one, the very first one. The the well, they changed the name to New Hope or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that one. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good one, man. It's it's you can't beat that one. No, you no. can't beat that. They one. can try, but th- that one is so. When you watch it, you're like, this is, especially when you know how they had to make it, and you're just like watching it, going, this is so seamless. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I talked to my parents and I think I've talked about this on the show before, but I talked to my parents and they say like when star Wars came out, that was the thing. Like they couldn't believe what they were watching on the, on, uh, on the uh, big screen. You know what I'm saying? When they went to go see it in movies, like they were just baffled by the visual effects and everything. Yeah. It's really interesting to hear how culturally changing it was at the time, you know, how yeah. changing it was to movies. It's it's just so fascinating to go back and watch it now. Yeah. What it's, you got as far as a meme for me this week, man? I've got, you know, we're getting closer. Next weekend is the f- official kickoff to summer. Oh, hey oh. But you know what comes after summer? What's that? Halloween. Oh, all right. Mom always said life was like the meme of the week. You never know what you're going to get. I'm pulling it up right now. Here we go. Whenever I miss Halloween, I clutch my watermelon and whisper, it's just you and me, Summer Pumpkin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're hilarious, dude. That's hilarious. I've never thought about carving a watermelon like dude, that. That is freaking awesome, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, carving a jack-o'-lantern watermelon. Have you ever uh-huh. tried to grow watermelon? Yeah. I know we've spoken about gardens earlier on the show. You've grown watermelon before. How did it go for you? Uh, they didn't get much bigger than a cantaloupe. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've had that experience with watermelons too, but the cantaloupe I grew did very well. So have you ever seen that out there. the square watermelons? I have seen them. I have never purchased one nor had my hands on one. Not, or anything I would like, like to grow one. But is it were, a genetic thing? Like they just grow square or do you just no, build they put a, them box? In a box? Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Well, do it sometime, the, man. The I Japanese do weird things like that. But I double dog dare you to grow a square watermelon. I don't know. I might carve a watermelon like that for, for my 4th of July cookout. Oh, there you go. There you go. We got to start. We got to start brainstorming for the end of year finale. If our if our listeners have any ideas for, uh, you know, our season finale, we're already in the works because summertime's upon us. We know the the fall time, summertime. It's all going to fly by. Yep. We need to get planned for our season finale. If our listeners have anything they want to suggest as far as a finale challenge or anything like that oh. goes, send it in to us. Uh, Chuck and John at gmail.com. Or you can text us if you got our phone numbers. Um, you can write in on Spotify. Um, whatever you want to do, you can call in, please. Yes. Let, it, let us hear it. All right. Well, that's a good show, John. Great one, man. A little bit, a little bit long a little this bit time. Long. We don't mind got, that, do we? Got long in the tooth. Yeah, it'd be all right, man. Thanks for a good show, Chuck. We'll talk to you later, Night Shifters. We'll see you. 